You cannot get through a single day without having an impact on the world around you. What you do makes a difference, and you have to decide what kind of difference you want to make. Jane Goodall Alright fellas, what's up? Welcome to Honey Butter Ramblings, a coming-of-age lifestyle podcast brought to you by Bailey, that's me, and Anne, that's the other person. (laughs) Join us Wednesday evenings as we cover what it's like to be a 20-something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, everyone. (laughs) We are so sorry that we haven't been podcasting as much as usual this, like, past month or so. I don't even know. But it has been a very hectic past few weeks, or, you know, months. <laughs> I'm sure many of you understand, as you probably have also been going, like, from graduation to graduation, or maybe even graduating yourself. Yeah, it's been nuts, man. This time of year is just crazy. Like, graduations and people moving in, and Thomas moved in, and lots of bills to pay, and dentists charging me an arm and a leg. Anyways... Today, we're talking about causes we care about, and oh my gosh, there are so many. There sure are. One of them probably being uh, insurance and how crazy teeth are are expensive. I don't know, let them rot for that much. Like, come on, man, I don't need this. Honestly, at that point, it costs less to just have no teeth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, keep in mind, we are pretty passionate about these causes, and obviously, there will be a mix of facts and opinions, mostly opinions and rambles. So we don't expect you to agree with all we say, but these causes are very important to us, so we're just putting it out there. And for anyone that was offended by my blog that was up this week, um, you're a loser, the planet matters, and if you don't think it matters, please move the heck out. Sorry. That is true. <laughs> that is like, that is, at this point, it's a fact. I mean, the earth is important because without any earth, we there are no humans. So I'm going to go if it's a But did you see that article that just came out in National Geographic about the number of extinct species? I reference it in my blog, but like, it's insane, man. We're talking like hedgehogs and lions and like, you know, certain types of butterflies. And I'm just, oh God, it makes me so angry. Mm -hmm. I didn't read the article yet, but I did see it. Like, I saw it on my Instagram feed and I like saved it to read it later, you know, when I actually have time to read. But what is time? (laughs) (laughs) Right. But that is crazy. There's so many. So many species that are extinct, going extinct, or like will go extinct, extinct because of us, and it's oh, that makes me so angry because animals like they're literally just living on this planet. Like they do so much less harm than we do. Yeah, animals are so unproblematic, but like I mean, but also like there's been all those reports recently from scientists saying that like we've you know we've passed our carbon emission point. Like there's no going back now. We can only kind of delay it. There's no, like, reversing it. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's, like, super scary. Like, it's very, very realistic that our kids, and in our lifetime, like, we're not going to have access to the things we have access to and things like, you know, free-roaming animals and clean water and, and like, public spaces and natural areas are all going to be, like, a thing of the past. Snow, real snow for skiing. Like, all of that's going to be realistically gone within the next 50 years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's really, it's really sad that like our children and our grandchildren won't get to know, like all the things we've experienced. Like I would love to take my kids and my grandchildren skiing, but there's a good chance they won't even get to experience it because climate change is happening so quickly. Well, it really is, and I just like it just baffles me the people who like Trump, 
who are just like, oh, it's just a little bit of weather. Like, no, you idiot. <laughs> like, we just got 10 inches of snow here in Colorado in May. It's not normal. Or like all the tornadoes that are happening right now on the plains or the tsunamis or the um, the super warm weather in places that shouldn't be warm. Like, it's all just like messing up everything. And it's kind of like that butterfly effect where, you know, like if a butterfly flaps its wings in like Florida, it causes like a hurricane in Seattle, mm -hmm. you know? Like all of those things build up and like they're breaking down ecosystems, they're killing animals, they're they're making it impossible for like us to be able to sustain the amount of uh, waste <laughs> that we've mm -hmm. been trying to live off of. Yeah, exactly. And like a lot of things that happen in like on one continent affects the other one. Like the dust um, from the Sahara Desert actually affects like the, um, the Amazon or vice versa i don't remember but um if you guys watch the netflix show um is it our yeah, planet our planet it explains that and like from like um the space you can really see how like one continent like and the climate on one continent because that can actually affect the continent on the other side of the globe and it's amazing but like with all this climate change it's throwing like our whole the whole globe it's throwing it off and that's uh that's not gonna be a problem <laughs> i it just makes me so angry and i mean i too could do a better job of like recycling or trying to eat more vegan options or like you know making an effort to carpool more or like just like unplugging things like yeah i could absolutely be doing a better job and all of us could be doing a better mm -hmm. job but like even if we all just picked one tiny thing to really focus on like Maybe it's you carpool twice a week or you decide to eat vegan for the weekends. I don't know. But, like, it can make such a huge impact. And the fact that people just completely negate it makes me so angry. And the, the fact that, like, people on the other side of things, you know, they're like, well, it's not, like, cost efficient or, like, this is better for, like, my business, me, me, me. Like, no, it's not. Because even if you have all the money in the world, it doesn't matter if you're dead. Right? <laughs> If the apocalypse happens, you're probably going to be the first one dead. <laughs> yeah, like, if you can't breathe clean air, no one's going to care how much money you can count. Exactly. Like, money is not what matters in the end. It's really, like, our planet and the people around you. And we probably sound so, like, hippie preachery right now, but I don't even care. When I was little, so you know those Dr. Mm -hmm. Seuss books? Um, my mom, who's a big fan of Dr. Seuss, she was a, uh, an elementary school counselor when I was growing up. Um... She used to read this one called The Lorax, which I'm sure most people know. But, like, that's one of my favorite books. And the message in it mm -hmm. is so good. And it's in my blog, too. But, like, the message that, like, unless someone like you cares a whole lot, it's not going to get better. It's just not. And, like, I think that can be applied to so many things, not just environmental issues, but a lot of different things here. Like, you really got to care. You really got to try to make a difference. Or it's not going to move the needle at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like... You may be just like one person, but even every like little thing you do will like will be good. Like will be a good impact. I know it's just like uh, I don't know. There's a lot of hate in the world. Also, okay, can we talk about the ridiculousness that is the freaking abortion laws in Alabama and Georgia right oh now? I was so so angry when I saw that. I was literally I was um messaging in like one of my instagram groups and it's well okay it's all women but still we were so pissed which we should be because that's our rights even if we're not in alabama um it's just so 
so infuriating that like these men can just pass like try and pass this law and they don't know like they don't know what we go through well and to be fair so i tried to like be as objective as possible and i read the articles that my friends who are on the other side of the issue posted to see okay like what am i missing like what's been blown out of proportion and there are some things that have been blown out of proportion like i think it was the alabama law like people were saying that like women would be like it'd be like a felony if you got a miscarriage but actually like the woman isn't like criminally liable it's the doctor who performs it so like it's not like much better but it's a little bit better but like all these laws drive me nuts because it's like it doesn't have exceptions for like rape or incest and that just baffles Same. me but, like, <laughs> like, i'm just like are you kidding me like what like, as a future doctor the fact that like i mean if it was it depends like if the miscarriage like there are of course every every case is different but, like if it was a patient that's about to die and like she has to get a miscarriage or else she dies and she's like she says like she wants to have a miscarriage because she wants to save her life i guess then like i don't think the doctor should go to prison for that because they're saving their patient which is part of the like their oath well and the frustrating thing about that is it's like saying oh the uh the doctor would be held responsible it's like well then no doctor's gonna want to perform an abortion so then a woman is still put in that position where she's got to put her like life at risk and do something unsafe to like Mm -hmm. try and abort and it's still like just as problematic and the fact that like i don't know okay so like some of our friends have been posting things that are like oh this is a super important issue and like everyone deserves a vote in this like no you actually don't if you don't have a uterus you don't get to decide and like i'm sorry it's not it's not a baby that early on like one of them i think it's i want to say it was the georgia law um said that like after six weeks you could not abort but that's only two weeks mm-hmm. late on your period most women don't even know they're yeah. pregnant at that point like that is that just mm-hmm. baffles that me. is true like most most women know after like eight to ten weeks which at that point i guess it's too late <laughs> Yeah, and, and that's not, it's not fair. And also, like, they're like, oh, we want to save the unborn, like, the poor babies, and we want to save these children. And it's like, no, you actually don't, because the second that child is, like, out of the womb, you're not willing to support the social wages to, to give it a good life. You're not willing to support the education and the underfunded neighborhoods and the and the youth programs and the health care for that poor um, mother, who most women who are getting abortions are, um mm-hmm. poor women like they're you know they're not middle class like they already need help and you're not willing to help those people and most women who have abortions actually already have kids and they're not like teenagers they're like people in their mid-20s early 30s who already have established families like you're not willing to help those kids you're not willing to help the thousands of children in foster care who already need good homes so like the whole like oh it's about saving babies like no it's freaking isn't it's not about saving babies it's about controlling women and like you being a dick because you want to decide something mm-hmm. that's totally not your exactly. right. Exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely absolutely right. Like once it's out of the womb, like they don't care. They're like, okay, bye. <laughs> we <laughs> did our like, job. <laughs> Ghost out. Pay your taxes. <laughs> you're you're one month old. Pay your taxes. <laughs> well, I just like I don't know. That law just like freaking infuriates me. And I've been trying. You know, since I work in social media, I've been trying pretty hard to like keep my mouth shut about Mm -hmm. the issue and not like project it everywhere on like my Facebook or whatever but I'm getting pretty dang close and you like to being like actually 
all of you ignorant people. And like, don't be wrong, like some of these people, like I care a lot about, like they're like my good friends, but it's just like, it just baffles right. me, man. <laughs> I just can't. I don't understand like the, illo how illogic you have to be to be like, oh, like this is the right way. Like, no, it's not. Like a lot of these issues are gray. I totally get that. A lot of these, you know, human rights issues and, and societal issues. Yeah, there's a lot of gray area, but for me, like abortion just isn't one. I mean, like I could understand like, you know, not don't ever abort at like eight months or nine months, but like no woman is doing that unless it's mm -hmm. literally a threat to her life. Like no one's like, oh, I carried this for eight months time to get rid of it. Like, no, yeah, no one exactly. does that. It's like, it, it's really if, like if it's um a life or death situation at that point. And that's just, that's going to depend on every case, obviously. And I was reading this article that was like, um, get your facts straight on like up on abortion and it was saying that like um abortion rates overall have gone down and so have adoption rates and so is like childbirth in general because there's more access to contraception mm -hmm. and sex education and like it needs to stay that way like women need to have options they need to have you know plan b and the pill and if worse comes to worse they need to have that option for abortion because honestly there's already too many people in this world that are eating up all of our environmental resources anyway so like we don't need more people who aren't going to be wanted and loved and if that's not the case like I mean, there's no need, like, for them to come into this world when there's already so many kids that could use good homes. Exactly. There's so many kids in foster care. And also just, like, pro-choice. Like, I get that some people are against abortion. And, like, personally, I don't even know if I would go through with abortion. But I do think every woman should have the choice to go through. it. Like, it shouldn't be your decision unless it's your body, you know? Yeah, exactly. And, I mean, like, if I, I've thought about it personally, too. And, like... That's like a really scary decision. Like, I think if that were to happen to me, I would be really freaked out. And I don't know if I if I could go through with an abortion, but like, I also absolutely don't know how I could raise a child right now. You know, mm -hmm. like I think I would have to do abortion, and I'd feel probably pretty guilty and like scarred for life. But that's my choice, and that should be every woman's choice. You know, right? Exactly. Yeah, I definitely could not <laughs> raise a child at this point in my life. I can barely take care of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Same. <laughs> As soon as I can figure out why Xfinity is double billing me, then maybe I'll have a better handle on life. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for real though, it's just like, I mean, all of those decisions are super tough and scary. And like, mm -hmm. the fact that people are trying to make it a political issue when it's a medical issue, when it's a woman's issue, when it's like a personal thing is mm -hmm. ridiculous to me. But then again, most things that like people on that side of the spectrum think like are so illogical to me, even though I try to educate myself and like read their side and read their articles to like, understand where they're coming from and I get that at a base level everyone means well everyone just wants to try and do the right thing but it just kind of baffles me sometimes where I'm just like how do they possibly think that's the right thing mm -hmm. same here like and I totally get that like I do like some of their points yes they they make logical sense I understand but then there are also some other points and I'm just like I don't like to me it doesn't make sense and like ugh. or like sometimes there's um this isn't like scientific, it's just people saying things and I'm just like, how could you say that? Especially when it comes to like rape and I'm just like, how could you possibly say that? Like there's a lot of um, quotes going around right now from like politicians that have said that. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, like the things that they've said about like why they're passing these abortion laws. Yes. <laughs> I'm just like, you old school like cisgender white man please step down right like, right literally you don't represent the population i mean but i guess like 
there has to be a decent amount of the population that thinks this, right? Because, you know, things like Trump being in office, like, he didn't win the presidency for no reason. Like, there right. is unfortunately a silent majority of people who still have this backwater, like, back-ass way of thinking that makes no logical sense and is completely only benefiting, like, the the cisgender white male mm -hmm. exactly like these representatives they represent someone so dude, dude we're gonna lose so many subscribers with this one probably <laughs> whoops oh well whatever what else do you care about Anne? um animal cruelty that's also a very big uh, issue <laughs> oh i hate that that just makes me sick the same with child cruelty like any kind of like cruelty against an innocent is just like messed up right it's like how could you like i don't know how could you be so cruel to something else it's like i just i don't understand that i feel like at least that issue is like less polarizing like i feel like most good people agree that like animal cruelty is mm -hmm. pretty bad right i feel like <laughs> most people do agree it's just a matter of like getting like exposing the companies or the people that do like that have um animal cruelty when they like test their stuff or like when they make their products like um i don't know there's a lot of big companies out there that they like oh, true they kill a lot of um animals like cruelly well not to i think there just has to be more education around that yeah. you know like I, I mean i'm sure that i unfortunately still buy from some brands that might not be the best mm -hmm. like for sustainability or ethicality or even with like animal treatment, but like I don't have the education around that to know whether or not that's the case, mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's the case for a lot of people. It's yeah. just like, like if they knew, they automatically be like, no, screw that. I'm not going to buy from that right. store or brand or makeup or whatever. But a lot of times, you know, it's right. If they're not exposed, then you're just kind of like, well, I buy this because I like this, not because I really know anything mm -hmm. about it. Exactly. And like, same, same here. Like, I know I've probably like bought a lot of things that um, aren't necessarily like, good for the environment or for animals and like a lot of times like i find out after the fact and then i'm just horrified but i like i have been trying to educate myself and like looking into brands before buying and also like also it kind of, kind of goes with like trying to be more zero waste and not buying as much useless stuff as i used to so i like try and take my time <laughs> to research <Useless> everything <laughs> You know, that's our generation, though. I mean, this the social media conference that I went to for work a couple weeks ago. The biggest thing driving social media and brands was like cause driven, purpose driven. Like people our age want to care about something. They want to know that you care about something, and they're not going to give you. You know, they vote with their dollar. Mm -hmm. So like, they're not going to give you their dollar if they don't believe in your brand. So brands need to be transparent and ethical and care about something bigger than themselves, or they're not going to sell. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the that's why Instagram is such a think a big platform for selling things or and for causes because like it's visual and also like it's very like brands can be a little bit more like transparent or like they can also be very like fake and only put the good stuff but it's easier for people to investigate I feel like and like just look through everything and then like just research brands the worst though is when like brands try to do the cause marketing without actually having the cause to back it up like burger king was a huge example with that whole like mental health awareness campaign they just tried to do mm -hmm. um you know like great idea for a campaign definitely generated a lot of buzz but then somebody pointed out they're like do you even offer like mental health resources for your employees and they were like um actually nah and so like you can't do that like 
You know, it has to be a real thing that you actually could get behind. Otherwise, you just look pathetic. Exactly. It's just like, okay, not going to Burger King anymore. Yeah, not going to Burger King. Like, but um, um, there's like um the app PETA. Well, I mean, like most of you probably know what PETA you is. You mean like? But I was gonna say you mean like the animal yeah, rights people. They also have a, an app, and it's actually like you can read, like educate yourself a bit more about a lot of causes, like animal cruelty, environmental causes, human rights, and like sign petitions. You don't have to sign if you don't want to, but you can at least read it and you know educate yourself and like. I there's a lot of things I didn't know about like I didn't even know some things were going on before I like I read um like read the all the petitions in the app and it's a really good like way to educate yourself and just also just participate in petitions and if you care about a cause it's it's a good way to speak up and do your part I agree another thing that like really bothers me with this country is um education mm. like I mean, we have, we obviously, you know, we have a disappearing middle class and a huge gap now between the rich and the poor. And like, education is like, I think, in my personal opinion, the key to unlocking wealth and unlocking that kind of economic growth um, and opportunities for people who might not get it otherwise. And like, for me, like when people, when kids don't have access to good education, like that can literally set them up for life or make their Mm -hmm. life so much worse. And like, that's, it's just not, uh, it just drives me nuts, man. I can't. I understand. It drives me nuts how expensive and how ridiculous education is in the U.S. Like, um, most, like, public schools, like, up to high school, those are usually free. But then, like, college, it's so expensive. Yeah, it's it's stupid outrageous. And it doesn't, it doesn't do enough to benefit those who didn't have a leg up. Mm-hmm. Like, I was super fortunate to receive scholarships and have financial, uh, aid for my parents and be able to you know go through school but not everyone has that and especially for those who come from poorer families like they deserve more access they deserve more resources they deserve a better head start starting in kindergarten mm-hmm. and like i just think it's ridiculous when like people don't have access to that or, or when like polit- politicians don't think education matters because it's literally the most important right. thing it is like it can it can unlock things like uh better health care better options like socioeconomic growth like less violence less crime like more innovation more ideas for technology like it's literally the root of so many good things in the world and unfortunately it's not like important enough for people to care Mm -hmm. about yeah it's crazy when you see like other countries though like canada education is pretty cheap here like after um high school it's very cheap compared to the u.s yeah like um Quebec is probably like um, for Quebec residents, it's like a thousand to two thousand dollars a semester, I think. Um, right. Dang. In France, it's pretty much free. You just pay for your board, <laughs> room and board, or like if you have your apartment, you pay for your rent and your food. But yeah, it's it's pretty much free because like your parents and like other people have been paying taxes, so that education is free. But like a lot of people still manage to like live comfortably and you know and then send their kids off to um college for free and then the kids like go on to do whatever they want to do and then they can give back to their parents well and there's so many studies around like countries like that like france and the netherlands who who operate like that and yeah you have a you're paying a ton of taxes and like yeah that sucks but overall like 
I mean, those people are a lot happier. They're a lot less stressed. They're dying a lot less of like weird diseases. There's way less mental health issues. And you know, they're, they're having more vacation. They're prospering more. Like it doesn't sound that bad to me. Like I don't understand why people are like, oh, that would never work in the US. Cause I, I really do yeah, think it would. would. Like it might take a while for like everyone to get used to it and for like our whole economy to get used to it. But I think eventually, yeah, we would get there and I think it'd be good. And you know what else other countries have that for some goddamn reason the U.S. doesn't? What? Gun control. Ah, uh, yeah. That's another issue that I literally can't. Having live, Being in the same area as that unfortunate Colorado school shooting a couple of weeks ago where they shut down everything in the area, like elementary schools through high schools, like... It was super scary, and that's not even the first one. Like we've had so many of those. That's right. You had that um, that girl from like Florida that flew to Colorado for the Columbine anniversary, and I was like, yeah, cr- crazy nuts girl who unfortunately was just mentally ill and needed help, and thankfully didn't get anybody like shot up. But it's still just like, I mean, what is wrong with our society that like you know how many kids have to die? You know mm-hmm. what we, conservatives say they. They care about saving babies from dying. It's like save the ones who are already here and getting shot up in their like kindergarten classroom. Right. Thanks. Right. Like literally every single day I see a news article about a shooting in the US like every day. And it's crazy. Like why? Why are we letting this happen? Well, I know. And it'd be so easy. It's so easy. You know, no one's saying you have to take away your guns. I think people, you know, they have a right to own a gun. I think that's totally fair. But like nobody needs like a freaking assault rifle like no one's gonna sh- like put 30 bullets in a deer like it's right? just stupid exactly like if indians like native americans if they could shoot a deer with arrows we can do it without using like a, a military gun <laughs> yeah it's just it's so unnecessary and just like i'm not saying people can't have access to them but like for the love of God, please put some regulations around it make it harder to get and give these kids better op- like better mental health options and counselors mm-hmm. and people who can check in on them so that when they're not doing well, they don't resort to, like, using a gun and violence. Like, exactly. they go talk to somebody. Yeah, like, make sure they have, um, like, background checks when, like, like anyone who tries to get a gun, just have a background check. Make sure they're, like, mentally stable and not, like, trying to... Right? And if you have kids in your home, like, do, don't have a gun easily accessible. Like, that is, mm-hmm. you know, most... Most gun accidents in the home happen with kids who are just, like, fooling around or, like, toddlers who accidentally misfire it. And it's, like, you know, I'm not I'm not saying you can't have a gun, but for the love of God, lock it up and away from your kid and don't tell him about it. Like, right. you know, like, my parents, like, my dad always said, like, he's, like, never had a gun in the house because it's just too much temptation for, for teenagers, you know, like, for kids who are already running on such high emotions, such high stress. Like, you just don't need that extra little bit of temptation mm-hmm. exactly or like if you know there's anyone in your family including yourself like if you deal with a lot of depression or things like that just don't even don't even don't go there gun, right yeah don't go there you never get a dog know. <laughs> exactly get a dog get a cat get like get a counselor <laughs> it's just like i don't know man i mean now that we're talking about it, like, the U.S., the U.S., and I mean, and the world, but mostly like, the U.S. has so many underlying, just, like, major issues. Mm-hmm. It really does. And, like, a lot of them are starting, like, they're coming to light. A lot of them has been happening, have been happening for so long. And now, like, 
with social media, of course, and well, like people just being like a bit more open and just speaking out, like they're all coming to light and you're like, well, shit. Right. And like, there's so many things that like, can sometimes feel overwhelming and you're just like, wow, the world is shit. And we're not saying that. That's not what we're saying. It's just like, I mean, you know, this is the time in your life where you should step up. You should take a stand. You should care about something and try to make the world a better place than when you entered it even if it's in small ways but like i mean there's still a lot to be happy about you know yeah exactly and like obviously every day is going to be different but some days yeah you're going to see all of these bad news and you're going to be like this like why are we like this this is the world is like collapsing and like other days you'll feel like okay it's okay we're, we're taking a step forward as humans but like it's gonna, there's gonna be ups and downs, obviously, but if you just make, like, small, small positive changes or, like, have a positive impact, even if it's, like, around, like, for yourself or for the people, like, around you, it's still, like, good, because, like, the butterfly effect, you know, ripple effect, like, each person you impact positively, it will spread. It will. It just, like, oh, man, I don't know, sometimes I get down on this stuff, especially with the the gun control and the abortion and yeah. all that stuff coming up right now it's just like really this is where we're at it's 2019 people right <laughs> i was like why are we controlling women's bodies in 2019 isn't that like i thought we had gone over this i thought we had moved like past this <laughs> past this issue this is like the um oh shoot what sitcom is it where it's like why do we keep bringing this up or maybe i'm thinking of the um where he always like Rachel and Ross and friends where like um he always or Rachel always brings up how he cheated on her and he's like we were on a break like quit rehashing this <laughs> that's so true I just yeah, there's so many things I mean that and like you know all the race issues still it's oh, just yeah. like ah a lot is Canada I mean are people in Canada more tolerant or is it still just as like ridiculous I think it depends where you are obviously like every part of Canada is going to be different just like in the U.S. but like in the city, in general, it's usually a bit better because there is so much diversity. And I'm not saying, like, Montreal is completely, like, it doesn't have racism. It does. It's just you don't see it as much. And, like, it doesn't seem as big of a problem. But uh, there's always going to be underlying racism, which is terrible. Well, that's, like, so when you and I went to New York, I was, like, shook with just how many different types of people I saw everywhere. And, like, I've been... You know, I've traveled the world. Like, I've seen lots of things. I've seen lots of different people. I've been to big cities before. But, like, like in New York, for some reason particularly, it just hit me. I was just like, God dang, Colorado is so white. <laughs> it's so ridiculously white. Like, there's little to no diversity. <laughs> yeah. It's so white. <laughs> it's just, like, frustrating. I don't know. And I'm in, like, I, I, I would say that most people in Colorado are actually are pretty tolerant and pretty, like, um, not racist. But... There's still a lot of unconscious bias, I think. Yeah, and I think it depends which parts of Colorado, too. That's true. Yeah, if you go, like, more towards, like, the Greeley area. Yeah, <laughs> like, the more conservative, not saying all of them are, because there are yeah. definitely liberals who are racist, but... <laughs> Same with, like, the Midwest, or, like, just, like, I just... I don't know, man. Are people, like, at our parents' generation, like, sometimes they'll just say things where I'm like, that was super racist, and I would never say that, but, like, people of that generation, like, they didn't, they don't know any better. That's how they were raised, and they're like, yeah, that's that... And it just, again, it's nothing that just baffles me where I'm just like, why would you say that? Right. Also, like, shouldn't people, like, change? Like, obviously, you can change your brain and, like, how you think over time. I mean, I just, 
But sometimes people me. just won't, you that's know? That's true. It's like, it's more because they won't than they can't. It's just... That's another thing. Because, just... like, I know a lot of, like, older people that are so open. And, like, they ne- they weren't necessarily open when they were young. But, like, they've seen the world changing and they've changed with it, I guess. And for all those people who can't change with it, for all those white men that keep voting back in abortion, and for all those ones who are still racist, please die off soon. Right? <laughs> or, like, the men that are saying, like, oh, you're getting raped. Oh, just... Sit back and relax and enjoy it. That was one of the quotes. I saw that you one. See that? I saw that. that. I was so like, mad. that's really cringy. I hope to God that guy doesn't have daughters. Right? <laughs> but like, I don't know. But yeah, but with the racism thing, like that's just like, it's another thing where it just like baffles me when people are still like that. I'm just like, why? It's 2019. There's literally no reason that you should be treating someone differently because of something so petty. Right? That's like, we're, we're all humans, you know? I know, we all bleed the same, we all have the same hopes and desires, and like, and I, and I don't want to sound biased towards like people on the other side, because obviously, it's probably pretty obvious that I'm pretty liberal, um, and like, and I, and I think people on the other side are great, like, I think they're all good people, they all want the best for everybody, you know, we, we're all just trying to get through at the end of the day, we just want to raise our kids well, raise our families well, be able to do something good in the world, like, that's amazing, but I think a lot of times, that gets lost along the way of like, what we're fighting for, and like, what people choose to care about yeah sometimes like as humans we get so stuck in this like this mental state that we need to get you know to the top and like we need to be successful get money and like be powerful and like do all these things for yourself but also like maybe people around you like the close people around you that you kind of get lost in that track and that path and you just forget that there are a lot of other humans and you know that sometimes you you really need empathy (laughs) You, you really do. I mean, I think empathy is one of the most important traits that someone can have for another person. And I find myself sometimes, too, even being, like, I'll have, like, an initial, like, unconscious thought. And I'll be like, whoa, 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 where did that come from? Why am I thinking like that? And is that valid? And if not, like, how can I, like, rearrange my thinking so that I'm thinking from an empathetic point of view and that it's a fair judgment and it's not, like, mm-hmm. judging straight out, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, me too. And I've definitely gotten better a lot like a lot better at like just immediately when like that thought comes up and you're like oh nope that's that's not good or like i need to like step into that person's shoes like it's the whole like the scenario i think we talked about an ap psych back when you and i were in high school where it's like someone cuts you off while driving and you automatically are like what an asshole but like when you do it to somebody you're like oh my gosh sorry my bad didn't see you there or i'm in or it's an emergency or like i'm running late blah 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 like you know you make excuses um, but you know, you should reframe your thinking to be like, oh, maybe that person cut me off because it is an emergency mm-hmm. or because they're having a bad day or they didn't see me. They're not an asshole. Like, and I think that's like a good way frame of thinking for everything, you know, to take a step back and be like, okay, what are my initial feelings? What's the logical thinking here? And like, what should my next step be? Exactly. Yeah. I think that's so important. Lack of empathy is definitely a big, big thing in this world. And Sometimes I think, especially with social media, hate can spread so quickly that it we get lost in that. <laughs> and we need to remember to be, like, empathetic yeah. and not just start these, like, Twitter wars or even on Instagram. Like, we need to stop spreading the hate and spread the love. Well, the problem is, like, you know, hateful content gets shared and controversial content gets shared so mm-hmm. much more frequently than, like, nice stuff. Yeah. Which is, like, unfortunate, but, like... I don't know, there's a lot of good in the world, you know, there's, you know, there's good things like kids and puppies and cats. 
and mountains and cats and the natural areas that are still left. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a lot of there's a lot of good worth fighting for, exactly. you know. So we got to fight for it. <laughs> but in the end, sorry if we sound like liberal hippies. We went to school in Boulder, raised in Colorado. Like, I don't know what you want from us. We love nature. (laughs) We grew up in nature. (laughs) Love that nature. Think, surprisingly, all humans should have equal rights. Crazy. Yes, I know. That is crazy. I mean, I guess we're just um, very futuristic. (laughs) Right? Um, But anyways, yeah, sorry we've been behind in podcasting and blogging. And it's not because we don't care. We've just, like Anne said, been really busy. But... We have some exciting content in the pipeline for this summer. Um, And don't forget to check out my blog on Tree Hugging 101 if you'd like to learn more about the ranting of environmental issues. And then check out Anne's blog post on living a zero-waste lifestyle and taking some active steps to actually bettering our world. Yeah, exactly. And um, ramble on. (laughs) Woo, find a cause to care about.